Somebody remember that here tonight. Oh God, we proclaim it here in this sanctuary. You are good.
Amen. Can we just begin to thank Jesus here tonight? Oh, can we just begin to love him in the house? I'm thankful that there is a God that does not give up on us. He is relentless in the pursuit for us to have us under the shadow of his wings. He is continuously searching for us, continuously chasing us, despite what we think of ourselves. Despite our own self-perception or what others have said about us or how we have been self-defeating, God sees something great in us. And he is jealous and he is relentless just to be there with you. What a God we serve. A dynamic God that loves us. Be encouraged tonight. There is still hope. You have breath in your lungs here tonight. There is still hope. And God wants to be there with you tonight. Somebody rend your heart here. Somebody just trust God and see his wonders tonight. I've come in. I don't know about you. I don't want just another service. I want an experience of God. I wholeheartedly believe that the season that we're in that our bishop has been preaching and iterating to all of us is that we are in a season of healing and it's right there for us to grasp it is right there for us to claim and don't let anyone else dissuade you what god wants to do here in this service and what god wants to do with this congregation somebody let go tonight and receive the healing of god The devil is a liar and the father of all lies. There is still hope and God has greater things. The latter will be greater than the former. I truly believe that. Somebody claim it tonight. I want wonders, Evan. I want wonders. All right, wife. Seeing what the Lord has laid on your heart. Ensemble, it sounds full and the anointing is beginning to fall. Somebody claim it here tonight.
overcome every doubt after all man is a god they say god is no longer alive but i still believe in the old
Can we go to the Lord in prayer tonight? Help us to remember, God, the basics. That you are a God that is not dead. That you are the ancient of days. That you are the God that was and is and is to come. God, that we need you and you want us. You desire us. You are our comforter. God, you are our counselor. God, you are our hope and our peace. You are the one that has given us new life, God. Help us to bring into remembrance tonight those things that we learned and those things that we experienced when we were young in you, God. Lord, when we initially transformed in you, God, we were on fire and understood and were birthed out of the basics. God, help us to not be so pious or consider ourselves so holy, God, that we set aside the basics that we need you God encourage somebody here tonight God remind somebody tonight that you are a God that is good and you are kind and you care for our hearts in Jesus name we're going to continue to worship the God that wants us and the God that pursues us amen let's continue to worship our God tonight
circumstance around. Oh, Lord God, turn my pain into joy. Oh, Lord God of heaven, turn my weeping into laughter. Oh, Lord God of heaven, in the name of Jesus, Lord, turn my depression into peace. Oh, Lord God, turn it around. Turn my doubt into faith. Oh, God, turn it around. Oh, Lord God, help me to see with eyes of faith. Help me to know, God, you're working, that you're up to something. It may not be exactly what I think or when I think, but, God, you're up to something, and you're working. It's all in the name of Jesus, my hope. My life, my breath, my heartbeat is in the great name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God, even though we don't see it, we know that you are working. God, even though we don't understand it, we know that you are operating. God, let faith arise in the midst of your works because, God, it is just a memorial in the making. It's just a testimony in creation. God, give faith tonight. God, you are working. God, you are working. God, visit us. We're going to sing that a little bit longer. God is waiting on the one to let it go. Getting back to the basics. That God does the work. Not man. Not society. It's God that does the work. God, visit us. God, reassure us. The name of Jesus. God, you're above the circumstance. Breakthrough will come. Every chain is beginning to break. In the name of Jesus. Those strongholds are falling in your name, God. Yes, here comes the wind. Let the wind begin to flow, God, and begin to blow in this place. The breath of life, God, till our heart is new. Breathe on us, oh God. Breathe on us, God. God, heal faith tonight. God, be the restorer of our faith here tonight. God, rearrange our hearts. Rearrange our understanding. Rearrange, God, how we approach circumstances in your word and operating in faith here tonight. Thank you, God, for moving on your sons and your daughters tonight. And God, we sense, God, I sense that you want to do so much more but you're waiting on somebody, somebody to just let it go here tonight. Somebody to rend their heart and just not their garment, not just coming to service, but rending their heart onto you, surrendering to you, relinquishing their will and their understanding to you, God. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for how you've moved thus far. And God, what you will continue to do here tonight, in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? Amen. Those that are praying, please continue to pray. You may return to your seats this evening.
So good to be in New Life Apostolic Church as always. Man, ensemble, y'all are sounding really good. It's nice and full. When you agree, amen. Thank you so much. God, have your anointing fall on the ensemble. Amen. We have several things happening the remainder of this month and into next month as well. We need somebody to volunteer or is willing to clean the ministerial quarters this week. We have Bishop Smith that will be coming, and we've got to get the ministerial quarters ready for him because he will be here the Sunday, the 26th of June. So if is anybody willing to clean the ministerial quarters, thank you, Brother Delion. Amen. So we'll get that squared away for Bishop. Amen. Don't forget, we have our New Life Retreat happening the 28th through the 30th of June. We did a recon yesterday with Brother Charles. And man, it is a beautiful location. And we have several things that I know that will really refine our unity and our fellowship. And there is a certain room that I'm excited to go check out called the Coca-Cola Room. Make sure you stop by. Am I right, Brother Charles? Man, it is like this nostalgic 1950s diner room that has foosball and table tennis, and it is going to be a a, a cool place to hang out for our youth and our preteens. Amen. So looking forward to that. We know that we have service every evening. It'll be Pastor Rayner that'll be preaching, and then Sister Rayner and Brother Rayner will stay over the 3rd of July to minister to us. We appreciate the Rayners. They are friends of us. They are friends of this church. Amen. And we appreciate them. Man, the Subsplash app, we've had several download. We helped a few out this morning. I think we're at 67 downloads. Pastor, I like data and I like analytics. You could ask Dylan. I like to see who's listening and where. And make sure you download it. It's just a great opportunity. We have communication and events and uh, some of our future events and our plans. And the, the retreat schedule will be on there as well. And looking forward to seeing what God will do with that. Man, Sister Rod, the robotics club was awesome. Amen. What a great opportunity for our young people. I mean, that is STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics at its finest. In a week's way, in a week's time, that they created many robots that can be applicable to real life. Now, I know that Jacob tried his hardest to to make a coffee robot for me, but the race car was pretty awesome. Amen. So one day I will have that robot that produces coffee. Did you know that for $25,000 you could buy a robot that folds your clothes? Just a small price tag. I I don't know how they're going to do it. It may tear up the clothes, but they even have a robot that cooks dinner for you and a pair of arms that have knives that cut your food. I don't trust that robot. Amen. But it was very exciting for our young people, Sister Rod, and a great community outreach. Amen. Remember, we need to continue to pray for Sister Crystal for the loss of little Matt. We need to continue to pray for Brother Pardo and the loss of his nephew. And don't forget, we have our 4th of July fellowship happening uh, here at the church. We have an opportunity to see the fireworks. Amen. Is there any other announcements I may have missed this evening? I just want to sit with the app, the Apple app for our church. A lot of good things there, but also they have a great Bible program on there that as you're driving, if, if, if you know how to do it, I, it, you know, sometimes, you know, but anyway, it'll play through your, your car, and it, it's really good. It's really good. So, amen. You can get all of that with the New Life app. How about it? Amen. Also, they give you the opportunity, like if you are out of town and 
and doing the live stream that there's little notes that you can take and you can link the scriptures to it. So it's a great, great opportunity. And, and pastor's right. And I've had a lot of compliments when it's come to the Bible study. Yes, sir. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, next Sunday morning. Yes, sir. Amen. We're going to receive our Sunday night tithe and half shekel offering. Amen. this evening. Our ensemble may be seated. Once again, you all are sounding amazing this evening. Thank you so much. Amen. For leading us in praise and worship. Once again, it is always good to be in the house of the Lord. It's a privilege and honor to stand here this evening. I give honor to our bishop. I give honor to the Lord, our God, for all his abundant mercies and him continuing to work in my life. Amen. Remembering the basics that I need him and he wants us. Amen. I'm going to be reading in the book of Mark chapter 5 verse 25. Very familiar scripture, very familiar narrative. If we feel comfortable in doing so, can we stand to our feet to honor the word of God? Amen. I pray tonight that we could begin to continue to initiate the healing of this season in personal lives here tonight. I wholeheartedly believe and agree with our bishop that we are in a season of restoration and a season of healing. And God wants to move, not just us as a collective, not just as us as a congregation, but in our individual lives. I'm thankful for a God that is mindful of us. He is mindful of our struggles and our tears and our heartache and our uncertainty. And he is ready to meet our needs if we would but have the faith to run to him. Amen. Tonight, 
The gospel according to Mark chapter 5, verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. If we feel comfortable in doing so tonight, can we put our Bibles down? Can we close our eyes and lift our hands? We thankful God. We are so thankful that you are a God that is mindful of us, that you are ready to meet every one of our needs, that God, you are in constant pursuit of us, and all you ask from us is to be a God chaser. God, for us to pursue you, to see our wonders, to see your wonders, to have, God, our needs met. And God, I pray tonight that you encourage somebody, that you strengthen somebody, that somebody brings into remembrance and an assurity of who you are, that you are a healer. God, that you are a comforter, and the devil is a liar and the father of all lies. And God, I believe tonight that you are going to be moving, God, in the individual lives of your sons and your daughters. God, send your comfort in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. This evening, I'd like to preach this particular thought, the pursuit of a resolution. The pursuit of a resolution. I think that we've all been in this place when you agree. We meet a certain woman, and, and she's mentioned in a few of the other Gospels, but this poor woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. I couldn't even imagine. I couldn't even comprehend what she went through. There's a lot of theories out, that, out there that she was a hemophiliac. That means her body didn't give her the ability to create blood clots or to clot after a cut. So she would continue to bleed. There are individuals that deal with that today. Hemo means blood and philia means the love of blood. Uh, it could have been possibly that she had many feminine issues, but we know that it was a blood issue for 12 long years. I can't even comprehend that. Can you imagine the desperation that she felt looking for answers everywhere she could to find a resolution to her issue? Looking for friends and family. And we're going to look at some of the attempts that she made here shortly. But we know that not only that this poor woman dealt with the issue of blood, but her being a Jew, she wouldn't have been able to be with her community. I want you to hear that tonight. This issue she had kept her from her loved ones, kept her from her safety net because she would have been considered to be unclean because to an Orthodox Jew, to the Old Testament Jew, you can't be around blood. So this poor woman was alone in her struggle. My question to submit to you tonight is, what is your issue that you've been carrying? The issue of fill in the blank. You have carried issues into this place tonight, and what have you sought? What is the resolution that you've looked for? What is the safety net and the dependency that you've leaned on but hasn't met your need? This poor woman, Sister Dolores, couldn't even go to her friends and family. She had to stay back, and all she wanted was encouragement. But can you imagine how it was? Can somebody please encourage me? Can somebody please try to get me through this? Stay back. You're unclean. Can you imagine the loneliness that she went through? And I really sense tonight that as some of us are carrying an issue of whatever it is, but tonight is your night. 
Tonight is the night of resolution if you would but pursue. Amen. Man, this poor woman. Next slide, please. Or excuse me, next slide. Next scripture, please. It says that she suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. That is the danger that we fall in because there are situations and issues that just like the song said this evening that we try to rationalize our issue. We try to just meditate on the issue, but it does not give us the true and total resolution that only comes from Jesus Christ. This poor woman couldn't lean on her family, couldn't lean on her friends, couldn't lean on her community because she was considered unclean. But she went to the doctors that were ready to take her money. They were ready to eat up every shekel she had just to try to give a resolution. But this is a danger that we begin to fall in when we have an issue that only God could heal and we begin to reach out to people and activities and things that actually make us worse. It could be the ungodly relationship. It could be blowing our money on things, just trying to bring a resolution to the issue. But if we are not careful, we are actually worse. Many of us tonight have been carrying an issue for 12 months, 12 days, 12 weeks, 12 years. And God is the one that brings the resolution. But we have spent our money. We've spent our energy and our emotions and our minds. We've spent our faith as if it was some kind of currency on other individuals instead of God. But we are now the worst. We know that these physicians took advantage of this poor woman. If we are not careful, we try to find a resolution for the issue that only Jesus can give, but there will be people, there will be individuals that take advantage of your issue. It was funny how all of a sudden she wasn't unclean when they were ready to pour out money. But if we are not careful, we pour out our emotions, we pour out our love, we pour out our joy, we pour out our faith, we pour out our peace that God gives. God, I need somebody to give me a resolution for the issue. I know I'm speaking to somebody here tonight. For too long, you've had this issue. And I could only imagine the medical procedures, Elder Phillips being a former medic, that this poor woman went through. Drink this. You'll be fine. Just do this. You'll be fine. Sit here and allow me to perform this. And she was the worst. Continuing to have this issue of blood. But that's if we are not careful in the issue that we carry. That's what we do in the world. Please fix my issue. But it just leaves a more vast hole in our life. And our issue remains. But now we are going to grow worse. We're going to lose the meaning of our life. We're going to lose our joy and our peace because we are searching out. We're dishing out our spiritual currency. We're dishing out our spiritual shekels just for somebody to help me with my issues when Jesus is here the entire time. This is the night of healing. Amen. Verse 27. And when she had heard of Jesus, came into the press. That means a massive group of people behind. 
he touched and touched his garment. And there's other translations in the gospel where it is the perimeter or the hem of his garment. She understood that at this point, this is my hope. You know that she heard of Jesus and his miracles and his earthly miracles, understanding and believing that he was the son of God, that he was a son of David, that he was a miracle worker. He, she goes, hey, I am going to do everything in desperation to fix this issue. I try to spend it. I try to have these relationships, but I'm still empty. I've lost my value. I've lost my virtue, but Jesus is my last hope. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't care what my community says. I don't care what the men say. I don't care what the women say. I've got to press through the throng just to get the resolution to my issue. I burned up my currency. I'm broke. I'm lonely. I'm still bleeding out my joy. I'm still bleeding out my peace. I've got to get to Jesus. And tonight is your night just to get to his garment. Amen. Can I get 10 men standing in the center? 10 volunteers, go. Ready, set, go. 10. Two, four, six, eight. Still need two. Ten. I need a minion, pastor. That's a Jewish group that prays. I need one more. Excellent. I need you all to get in a press. I need you guys to just get in a gaggle. Get tight together. Like, get together. That's like a morning at Starbucks right here. So I want you all to face that wall, please. Face that wall, please. Face the wall, turn around, and get together. And this is the throng that is following Jesus. I can only imagine how it was in the community. We know, we've read that all the people in the city would come out to get Jesus. And these people are walking. You're walking. Mike Brown is Jesus. Just for this service, Mike Brown is Jesus. And we are walking to the wall. And it is a woman that has tried everything. Every medicine, every bit of things. But she said, I've got, I've got to get, I've got to get to just his garment. And what did he do in the next verse? I don't care how embarrassing it is. I don't care what people say. I've got to get to Jesus. I've got to get to my healing. I've got to get to my resolution. Somebody just give me Jesus. And that's what we need to be here tonight. Next verse. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes... I shall be whole. Amen. What a faith. And here tonight, your resolution is not in your relationships. Your resolution is not in your friends. Your resolution isn't what you spend your money on. Your resolution isn't what you fill up in. Your resolution is Jesus. Just give me a little bit of his garment and I'll be healed. Amen. Can we give the Lord a head clap of praise tonight? Just give me resolution. Do we have that statement of faith? Because some of us here tonight feel that there's no value in our life. And that is a lie from the very pit of hell. Some of you have bled out everything that God has given you because there is an issue that we try to find the resolution for. But it has bled out my joy, my purpose, my identity. But if we have but the faith to say, just give me the hem of his garment. Just give me a little bit of Jesus and I can be healed here tonight. Next verse, what happened? And straightway, 
And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And immediately, immediately by faith, that issue for 12 long, lonely, desperate years was immediately dried up. That issue that kept her from family, that issue that kept her from peace was immediately healed. And I believe tonight, if we had the feeling, the faith, but just to get the hem of his garment, tonight is your resolution. And she felt in her body that she was healed. Oh, can you imagine when you here tonight had the faith just to grab a garment, just to hear him call your name, just to hear him whisper your name, just to have the faith to hear that still small voice. I believe that my issue could be dried up and I'm healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Next verse, please. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him. That virtue in Greek means his power, his miracle power, his healing power. Jesus said, whoa, somebody touched me. Somebody chased me. I wasn't just chasing them. They chased me, Bishop. You got Jesus' attention. And all these people that have been touching him the entire time. They had no personal space, but this woman who demonstrated just that faith to grab onto his clothes, not him, just his clothes, he said, whoa, my virtue has left me. My power has been in operation. And he turned about him in the press, that's that massive group of people, and said, who touched my clothes? Man, that Jesus had been touched on the entire day of ministry, but something got his attention. We know that our God hears millions of praise a day, many uh, prayers and praise and worship a day. But when there is a child that is at the point of desperation, willing to press to the press, to the throng, to the group of people, just to just touch the hem of his garment, he stops heaven and earth to, get to, the, uh, to give you that attention. He stops heaven and earth to meet the need of his child because there is a level of faith that she demonstrated. Next verse, please. And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? His disciples are like, Jesus, we have hundreds of people here. And you're asking me who touched? Next verse. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. And that's the beautiful thing with Jesus, is that he pays attention to you. Men and humanity just see people in the crowd, but Jesus sees the individual. A father will see their child in the midst of the throng. A parent will hear the cries of their child in the midst of the group. What a God that we serve. And many of you are leaning on individuals that just see you in the group. But Jesus sees you as that precious child. I'm telling you how many times that Gideon gets himself heard or requires a band-aid. You trust me, I hear it. And he'll push through a throng just to get to the hem of my garment. Daddy band-aid. I'm surprised he doesn't say daddy tourniquet. Just joking. But he understands that relationship of a father, that I will take my time 
If he gets my attention, then I'm going to be there for the wound and the issue. And he looked around to see that she had done this thing. Now, tell me about the woman. Tell me about the woman in verse 33, please. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And that's the beautiful thing when your issue is resolved. You can't be quiet about it. We fear, oh, man, what did God do in my life? But let me tell the truth. And what the love of God that you have demonstrated such faith here today. Last verse for tonight. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. What I love, he didn't say woman. He didn't say, hey, Jewish woman. Hey, you that touched my garment. Hey, you that interrupted me in the midst of my ministry. He said, daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace. And be whole of thy plague. And tonight, there's a plague in our life. The issue of, what is it? And Jesus is asking, just press through. Can we stand to our feet here tonight? I don't know where my wife is. Probably pulling security on my children. But can we close our eyes and lift our hands? God is still on the throne. And I believe that there are many of us here tonight that still have those issues. And you've given up on your walk. You've given up on your life. You've given up on your purpose. You've given up on your identity. You've burned up all your spiritual currency on people and things just to try to fix the issue where unfortunately it creates a worse scenario. Can we close our eyes and lift our hands and just begin to speak? God, tonight I pray, I pray, God, tonight that somebody would have the faith to operate in reckless abandon, to leave out all res reservation and lack of faith. God, just to get to the hem of your garment. God, this is the season of healing. This is a season of restoration. And God, you want somebody to chase you here tonight. Oh God, begin to move on that one person. God, begin to move on that daughter. Begin to move on that son that has had this issue for so long. God, heal. Let your virtue, God, pour out. Your power begin to pour out in this place. God, you are a God that is mindful. And you call us by name. You call us son and daughter. Lord, help us, God, in the midst of our issue. God, you are the resolution. God, you are the resolution. In Jesus' name. These altars are open. This is your night. Don't let another moment go by. Somebody needs a healing tonight. Somebody needs a healing tonight. Oh, God, visit us. Oh, God. Give me a clean visit us. Heart, a Thank you, Jesus.
We have those that are coming to the altar to pray, pressing to get to the hem of the garment. We're not going to formally dismiss tonight. You may go in the fear of the Lord, but just know that we have those that are praying here tonight. In Jesus' name.